Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. KYW News Radio Original Podcasts. Reading Terminal Market gets a new general manager tasked with helping to bring back business during a pandemic. I grew up in Alaska and I came to Philly for school. I went to Penn. And while business is down, they have noticed some interesting trends over the past months to help the folks at the market understand how people's shopping habits have evolved as well as how shopping will likely look in a post-COVID world. A majority of our orders come in in the middle of the night. More on those trends with the market's chairman of the board and I'll introduce you to the market's new general manager who is now in her first week on the job during a very very challenging time. This is a podcast about food in and around Philadelphia. That's a quick, delicious, flavorful bite. It was really hard for me to get into it. Stories from behind the kitchen. This is a wood-burning oven from Italy. It is intense. And hear about quirky stuff, too. Eat a pint of ice cream as quickly as you can, and then resume the 5K. This is What's Cooking on KYW. I'm Hadas Kuznets outside Reading Terminal Market with Al Mezaroba, chairman of the board. Al, I understand shopping has changed in 2021. Is that right? That is correct. Very much. Can you tell me kind of about, about your stats, your numbers? What have you noticed as far as how people are grocery shopping? So we're finding that the grocery shopping has increased over since the pandemic began overall. And obviously the prepared food market has decreased significantly without tourists and conventions. How are people's habits? Like, are they shopping online, I guess? So online has taken off. In the very beginning of the pandemic, we went from a handful, like under 20 orders a week to 400 orders a day, I believe, at the height. And where are you now? We're about 250 orders a week on our Mercado platform. Wow. So is this where shopping is going to be after the pandemic? I think shopping will be twofold. Absolutely. I think it'll be online and people are getting used to buying their groceries online. But I also think, especially the Reading Terminal is an experience that people want to come to. So what did the pandemic do for grocery shop? I think it increased it significantly between people eating at home. But I think there was also, especially in the beginning of the pandemic, a scare that there were going to be shortages and people overstocked. What about the learning curve? Well, for us, it was a huge learning curve because we had to ramp up literally within two weeks and it was a hard learning curve. There were a lot of mistakes, a lot of you know orders that never got out. And when they got out, they went out wrong. But I also think it's a pretty big learning curve for the consumer because you're not seeing your product before you're buying it. So you need to trust the individual that's picking and packing your shipment, which is, if you look on the Reading Terminal's Mercado site, 
we all have, you know, five-star ratings for quality. Is this something that you think is a trend across the board, not just here at Reading Terminal, but grocery shopping in general, that we're going to continue to do shopping online? I think I think so. You know, I think everyone in the food, everyone in the grocery business seems to be trying to capitalize on online sales. Is this the trend for America, for the world? Is this where grocery shopping is going? I can't speak for the world, but I do think, in at least in big cities in the United States, that's where it's going. Well, first, you never have to, you don't have to leave your home. Second, you have some time. You could sit at your computer, figure out what you want. You could do it. At, you know, a majority of our orders come in in the middle of the night, so people are up, they're looking, they're shopping, and then it gets delivered the next day. So, to a large extent, I think people are just more comfortable doing it from home and trying to figure out what they're going to make, what they're not going to make. After the kids are asleep. Uh, yes, after the kids, the dog, everybody's asleep. That's really interesting. What are what are the times that people are most shopping? My understanding is that a lot of our orders come in after midnight. Now, they don't get filled until the next day, but they're coming in after midnight. So that's the quiet time that people have to shop online. Correct. And you could do it at your convenience versus when markets are open, when they're not crowded, if you know, and, you know, traveling a distance. That's interesting. It is very interesting. What else have you found looking at the numbers that have that has been interesting to you or looking at people's feedback? What's sort of been interesting is the amount of people since the summer that want to come in for the experience. So you still have you still have in-person shoppers. We still have in-person. We've never closed. It's open. We're a 75,000 square foot facility and we're never near anywhere near capacity, so it's safe. I mean, one of the most interesting things I think that's happened is people are going back to cooking fresh food. A lot of pre-prepared things and of that nature are not as selling as big, but people want fresh meat. The butchers are doing better than anyone. The fish are doing really well, and the produce is doing really well. So do you think that because people have been forced to cook for the past 10 months or so, that this is something they might continue? Because now they know how to do it? <laughs> I wouldn't say I wouldn't say forced. I can go and give you from my own experience. It's what else are you going to do when you're sitting at home? And so, you know, you look online, you get interesting recipes and, you know, I think a lot to a lot of extent people are redefining cooking. So interesting with your stats with online shopping. I mean, did you ever, did you foresee this coming? No, it was something that we had struggled with coming, you know, because online was coming no matter, you know, COVID, no COVID. It was something that we had to look into and we were really struggling on how to get on that platform and make it work. And the one thing COVID gave us is the opportunity to do that. It made you do it. It made us do it and it made our customers do it. So if you got the customers, then you got to just fulfill the order. Correct. So this, this what made it go faster? I, I think it, it yes, it, it, it put everybody on the same page, both the customer and the, uh, the market and the merchants into the requirement that you need to be online. Now, one of the downsides to online that needs to be fixed at the government level is it's very difficult, if not impossible, to do EBT. So how have you been handling that? So EB, we, we can't take it. EBT, you need to come in. Which is really counterintuitive because if you have rely on government assistance, then you're the most vulnerable. It's probably even more difficult for you to get in here. I think so. I think so. But it's out of, it's sort of out of our hands. It's a system that needs, the system itself needs to change. Do you have any ideas of how to help people, how to fix that? We're starting to talk to a company now that has a system supposedly online. 
We're also looking at, you know, having conversations with the governor's office and secretary of agriculture. One of the other things I do believe that is going to be important is a hybrid between online and in-person shopping. So if people come in, we're looking to draw a circle and figure out how we get them either home delivery after they shop and maybe even rides back home with Uber or something like that. But that we're in the infancy of that conversation. But I do believe that our core shopper that's coming in every day, that would be very helpful to them. Anything you've learned through the pandemic as far as how to run the market? You know, I think we've gone back to the basics, which is making sure it's operational, it's clean, people can get in and out, and it's all about hospitality. You know, we may have been a little full of ourselves with our own success over the years. I think we're now back to where we were and should always have been, which is customer-friendly and customer-first, especially on fresh foods. While I have you here, we have to mention that there's been a little bit of a change in management. There has. Connor Murphy, who we hired this year, moved on and a mutual agreement between he and the board in middle of January. What was the issue? I don't think there was a single issue. I think, you know, it, in March when we were doing, you know, the interviewing and the hiring, no one believed. We were all had a target date of July for this to be over. And unfortunately, it was not. He was brought in for a vision of what the market could look like going forward post-pandemic. And we all agreed that his skill set wasn't such that he was able to really guide us through a long, protracted pandemic. You know, I don't know when this thing will be over, but, you know, here's to hoping, right? Here's to hoping. I think we turned the corner. You think? You think? think? I do. Do you see that in the numbers here? I do. So our numbers went up. You know, we got a nice little pop when the indoor dining started again. And to a large extent, people come to the terminal as much as anything for the experience. And when there's nothing happening, you don't shop as much. But when there's tables and chairs and we have um, a great system to keep everybody safe while they're seated, now's the time to come to the Reading Terminal if you're a Philadelphian. Because there's nobody here. There's no lines. (laughs) There's no lines. No lines for the next sandwich, no lines for anything else, and no lines for the tables. All right. Al, thank you so much. All right, Hadas. Pleasure. I'm Hadas Kuznets outside of Reading Terminal Market with Annie Allman, who is the brand new general manager here at the market. So, Annie, how long was the search? What was it like to get you on? First of all, and congratulations. Oh, thank you very much. It was, I think it was really quick. I saw that there had been a change right before Christmas, and I jumped on it. And reached out to a board member that I had worked with in a previous life. Had a conversation there and then quickly met the other board members in between. Did a few visits, you know, came out and re-scoped out the Reading Terminal Market to remind myself. And so it was literally, it was maybe a month from start to finish and over the holidays. I, I interviewed with our board on New Year's Eve. Wow. Wow. So I know the previous general manager was uh, Connor and he came in right as the pandemic started. And then that, I guess, wasn't working with the skill set. So what do you bring that they decided that, you know what, you're the right fit during a pandemic with all of their needs here at the market? I think what I bring is um, a very deep but broad background in hospitality operations and marketing, as well as P&L management and leadership. I've had the fortune of working with and leading a lot of big teams. What is your background? So sure, my background is kind of eclectic. Um, I grew up in Alaska. I'm a third generation Alaskan. My dad was a commercial fisherman. So we were small business people. I, I get what it's like to live and die on literally what you catch. 
<laughs> and I came to Philly for school. I went to Penn. I spent a few years after Penn on the racetrack. I loved thoroughbred racing. And that kind of segued into working for casinos. Spent a lot of years doing marketing and operations with Harris and Caesars and Wynn Resorts. And now I'm here. So how is your job going to be different now than it might have been a year ago? Yeah, well, I mean, it's... First of all, the market and the merchants are incredibly resilient. But like so many businesses, they've had to pivot on a dime, but then continually reinvent, you know, as all the rules change and expectations change. I think, you know, if you if you look pre-pandemic, Reading Terminal Market was on this fabulous upswing like everything else in Philadelphia, right? We had we, our convention centers were, were so busy. Tourism was at an all-time high. And that, you know, rising tide lifts all ships. And the Reading Terminal Market was, was doing great. You know, if I think about a year ago, it was more how do you manage the crowds and how do you continue to stay top of mind with all the visitors? And I think if you look where we are today, it's really peeled away all of the tourism and conventioneers and unfortunately the office workers as well and it's it's back to its core it's feeding philadelphia so watching who's coming in to shop so it's really figuring out how do we maintain the vibrancy and incredible feel of the reading terminal market but also help the merchants you know in this new economy where so much is through online and through delivery and people don't realize that we have over 50 merchants that you can access through Mercado so you can order from home and have it delivered and so it's really figuring out both distribution models I think. So how has grocery shopping changed would you say in the past 10 months or so? Well I mean everyone has has experienced the if you if you had we're not an early adopter of remote grocery shopping and delivery services this pandemic has really pushed so many people into it i was just looking at some numbers and i I, you know found some statistics that over 50 percent of consumers have utilized an online grocery app and delivery service that's one in two like uh, in philadelphia Uh, that was a national survey i found so i you know i think that is here to stay I really do. What have you learned about how our habits are changing? You know, I think it really is will be dependent on the individual. I think we're all, as a nation, realizing this is not coming to a quick resolve. And I do think some of the basic hygiene and how we approach crowded situations have probably changed. But, you know, I also think as people have the vaccine, you will start to see folks who are so desperate for that human interaction. Sometimes that's the only time people get out is the grocery shopping. Exactly. But but what would you say as far as uh, you know how do you, have you looked at your numbers? Have you have you seen the trends? What do the trends say about you know what what is working? What isn't working? So overall, foot traffic is has been down in excess of 50%. So some of our merchants have absolutely been debilitated by that, right? Others who are more what I call the core purveyors, meat, produce, seafood, cheese, they've actually, now that we've kind of figured out some online distribution and people really want to know where their food is coming from, they've actually done quite well. And again, I I just have to say in my short time, they're all incredibly smart entrepreneurs who love this market. They love their business. 
and they're very resilient. So Annie, where do you see the future of grocery shopping? Well, I wish I had a crystal ball, but I do believe people that over the last year have started to do the online ordering and, you know, delivery or curbside pickup. I think for many people, they love that, what they perceive as a convenience, and that's not going away. You know, why everyone gets all excited and hyped about that, we can't forget that there are so many people that that is just not an option, right? They're on a budget, they rely on public transportation, perhaps they don't have access to internet or, you know, it's just not what they do or it's an age issue. So grocery stores and grocery shopping will always remain, but I do think you'll see that continued growth of the online distribution. I I think as the Reading Terminal Market, we are particularly well positioned because we really have that niche, high quality offering that you're just not going to get at a, at a typical grocery store chain. So what are your goals moving forward? You know, my goals going forward, of course, is to continue to build on this 128-year legacy and really lay the groundwork um, to ensure a successful future for the market. What does that mean? I, I think that means staying relevant, attracting new shoppers here, new visitors here. It's it's continuing to bring in you know new exciting merchants as opportunities open up within the market, and just making it a great customer experience. How do you bring in new shoppers during a pandemic? Well, the number one thing is no matter how hard this team has yelled from the rooftops, people don't do not know we are open. We keep running into that. So the number one message we're getting out is we are open. We are very COVID focused on safety and cleanliness as are all of our merchants. And so that's the number one message is we're here and we're ready for you. Tell me what's different inside the building that will keep people safe? Well, number one, you know, people think of Reading Terminal Market, of course, like I said, in the last five years, it's become incredibly crowded and packed. And, you know, sadly for merchants right now, that's not the case. On the flip side, it's a great time to experience Reading Terminal Market because there is room to respect that six foot social distancing. And so what you'll find inside is, of course, hand sanitizers all over the place. Everyone is mask compliant during peak periods as the volume builds up. There's careful queuing where it needs to be. Additional cleaning routines, you know, have been brought in. So just to really focus on that. Have any of the merchants gotten sick? Oh, that's, I have no idea. I, I wouldn't know that. Just coming in. Yeah, no, I wouldn't know that. I do know that we are, and if anyone out there is listening, we are actively networking within the Philadelphia community to ensure that as the prioritization of the vaccine rollout continues, you know, that we are, all of the merchants and their employees are able to access that vaccine as essential workers as soon as it's possible. Because they are essential workers. Correct. Correct. We are providing essential, healthy food, groceries. What are some of the biggest challenges that you think you face? And I'm sure there are many. Yeah. You know, I feel for the Reading Market team because like everyone in hospitality through this, they've been standing on their head to try to make this happen. And people are exhausted. You know, they're exhausted. You know, in some cases, maybe a lost hope a bit. So I think, you know, number one is let's create a vision together that we can get behind, we can get excited about, put a pep in everybody's step again. So I think just getting that excitement back and energy back 
Well, we can see that there have been some changes. Do you want to tell me about some of that? Sure. So the Ready Terminal Market had offered Mercado, which is an, an online ordering and grocery delivery since I believe 2018, but it really exploded when the pandemic hit. And there were, you know, admittedly, we had some hiccups because just from a throughput, we went from 50 orders a day to some exponential order. And at one point, we actually had to go, hold on. Um, and so the team has, has kind of rejiggered that. Um, so the ability to, whether it's through Mercado or through your favorite merchant, you can order and either have it delivered or you can order yourself come curbside on Arch. We've got a lane, you know, that's designated for curbside pickup. Uh, so you can come in and... and yeah, this used to be two-hour parking or one-hour parking, one-hour parking. Right. So right now it's, it's curbside pickup, which is terrific for people who maybe are at a higher risk or caring for someone who's higher risk and they're not comfortable going inside. Do you have a plan that you are looking to enact or like, what are you, what are you doing now? Yeah, I think so. My, this is my first week and I'm all about understanding how the building works, how our housekeeping team makes it happen, how the security team is keeping our guests safe. So I'm spending a lot of time in that and meeting the the merchants and then we will be you know building out a marketing plan trying to tighten up the alternative distribution methods working with the merchants on that plan so tell your friends we're open and come on down (laughs) come on down all right annie allman thank you so much the new general manager of reading terminal market thank you That's it for this episode of What's Cooking on KYW. You can follow the show and get other delicious tidbits on Instagram at Food in the 215. And follow me on Twitter and Facebook for more news and insights at Hadas Kuznets. If you have a food tip or feedback about the show, reach out. And please take a moment to help us by rating and reviewing the show on iTunes. It helps us to keep making the podcast and get it to new listeners. I'm Hadas Kuznets, and that's What's Cooking. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.